Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden, and this is episode number 60. We were uh, gone last week. I didn't get uh, an episode recorded. I had just returned back from the ATA World Expo, um, and it was kind of a debacle getting back. Um, The flight went great. But then as I was driving home uh, about three hours from Detroit, about uh, an hour away from my house, my car broke down and decided to um, die. Yeah. And it was about one o'clock in the morning. So my wife and uh, my instructor or uh, a friend of mine, uh, one of my students, uh, uh, his wife had to come and get him and it was just crazy. And then last week I had to go ahead and get a new car because the my car wasn't going to be able to be fixed with a reasonable amount of money. So anyways, that was why we didn't have an episode yesterday. So I want to go and kind of do a recap of um, the the World Expo. And um, the last episode I had, number 59, talked about conferences um, because uh, the ATA World Expo was two weeks ago, and then last week was the uh, Maya Super Show that just happened. And I haven't been to the Maya Super Show. I know a bunch of my martial arts friends have been. Um, it's just been bad timing for me, and it's uh, the World Expo to me has all the stuff that I feel like I need um, at this point. Though uh, I, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to going to the Super Show, of course. But let me give you a little feedback on my experience at the ATA World Expo. Um, And if you're not an ATA member, maybe you won't find this as interesting. Um, But I I think you'll probably still get some takeaways uh, in in how you can deal with um, conferences and what you uh, think about them. Um, If you are an ATA member, uh, you need to go to the World Expo. I I go every year. Um, I'm not – I haven't missed one in – at least 15 years. I don't know. Um, I, I can't keep exact track of uh, of how many I've been to, but um, it's my favorite uh, training event out there. And this year was kind of a, a quick trip or a, a quicker trip because, oh man, I'm really getting some wobble on my Facebook Live video. This was a quicker trip because uh, one of my um, students, his wife was... Uh, uh, is getting ready to have a baby, and we wanted to get in and out nice and fast. So, uh, and last year was an extra long trip because I went through my mastership training last year. So we flew down this year. Um, I got in, uh, spent some a little bit of time with some friends, and uh, then went to a full day training on our ATA Tiger program. And what I love about this ATA Tiger program was um, the simplicity of what they were talking about, um, but it's all in the details of how you're running this class. And this was um, really needed for me 
my Tiger class is a, a lot of fun. Um, I think I've really done a good job of refining and, and getting a better product in for the Tiger class. But this course, um, it was a full day class, gave me some really nice um, pointers to really focus on. And we're going to just be taking the uh, ATA Tiger program to the next level. And so for uh, for myself, I, I've, I think, and maybe, you know, I'm biased because I am, but uh, I think I am a, an above average instructor and I pick things up a little faster, uh, at least instruction wise, than uh, some people. And so I did feel that the, the full day course was a little long. It seemed to drag a little bit near the end. Um, we got a little off topic on some things. And uh, I think it could have been done in a shorter amount of time, at least, um, or broken up into two sections where um, you can get the material and then there was more Q&A and question and stuff. And you, that was an optional um, part because uh, the last three hours or so was, uh, I was done. I was ready to go because um, I gathered the information. I'd, I'd taken a ton of notes. Um, and for me, having, you know, taught, Tiger classes for, you know, 20 years or so, um, I didn't need a complete overview. I really just needed these um, little tweaks, these, you know, couple of details, the 20% that's going to make the big difference. Um, and I got those and they were great. So I'm really excited about um, implementing those. I started implementing some of them last week when I got back and we didn't have class on Monday because it was the 4th of July. So I only had two Tiger classes or three Tiger classes to start implementing some stuff, and we started that. Um, and uh, it's so far has worked really great. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and I just, uh, the, the training, the staff that was there, um, Senior Master Neary, um, Master O'Connor, uh, Master um, Barry did an amazing job. They really um, hit the, these key points, especially Senior Master Neary was just excellent. Um, so... Some really nice key points. And, and so I think for um, you, it, it, there's a big difference, I think, in um, an instructor going um, and taking a seminar on instruction um, that has been teaching for, you know, four years and one that's been teaching for 15 years or so um, and what you can take out of those. But you still need to – The one of the problems I see is that there are too many instructors who don't go and take uh, an instruction seminar and – with an open mind and think, okay, I can change this, I can change that. Um, and making sure that we go, you go into these trainings like a, uh, a student. All right? That's the other big thing, drives me nuts. Um, one of my, my uh, students that was there at a, another training thing talked about how this, this instructor that was taking one of the physical training courses um, wouldn't just be quiet and be a student. Um, you know, and so he used this hashtag, um, be a student. Uh, and, uh, it seems that us, uh, we instructors have trouble with that sometimes just shutting our mouths, keeping an open mind and just listening, um, and, uh, and soaking it in and not being like, okay, but I got to tell people how I do things. And I need to tell, you know, how we do it at my school. And this is what you guys can all learn from me because look at me. For, for, you know, conferences, for those kind of things, if I'm going and I'm, I'm being a student, I want to just soak it all up. Okay? It's not my turn to be an instructor. It might be my turn later to be an instructor, 
but it's not right now. So I think that is um, super important um, when you're going uh, to an event like this. So I my big um, event was the ATA Tiger course. That's what I took, um, and it was an excellent course. Um, I was really pleased with um, the event. Like I said, it drug on a little near the end. I really could have had it. I, I think it, it could have been a little shorter. Um, that's just uh, my thoughts, though. Um, and then after that, uh, I was lucky enough to judge some uh, ATA Extreme competition. And the ATA Extreme competition, I judged... Uh, what was it, 11, 12-year-old boys, I think, and oh my word, this group of young men was just amazing. Uh, it, it, their uh, tournament champion competition was was just fantastic. I, I joked with a bunch of people, I, I'm a fan of the um, America's Got Talent show, and every time they have a, someone on America's Got Talent that does martial arts, I'm always like, eh, that was okay. Uh, and and I'm not always very impressed because I've seen the top people, you know, in the ATA, uh, and they they can blow, you know, away these guys on America's Got Talent most of the time. Um, and these kids were just fantastic. It was a a, a really fun ring to judge. Um, I got to judge uh, another top ten. I did sparring for a group of um, guys, uh, boys, um, like. 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there, um, I got to judge uh, some sparring with those guys in combat sparring, and they were they were fantastic as well. One of the things that I, I absolutely love about the ATA World Expo is just the uh, the the family atmosphere, the getting to hang out with um, you know guys that I don't see um, but once a year, you know, or if I go to nationals, I see them at nationals and I see them at worlds. Um, and listening to those instructors, asking questions, how they're doing things, um, just being a student, like I said before, in those events is just fantastic. Getting to hang out with the um, world or the uh, ATA headquarters staff, um, getting to, to see them uh, is always a blast because I interact with them on um, the phone, through email, throughout the year, uh, and it's always nice to, to put faces to names um, and get to see them again each year. Gave blood at the event again this year, which is uh, always nice to do. They had some trouble, so it took like two and a half hours to, to finally spend five minutes in a chair to give blood, which was a little bit of a disaster, but that wasn't too bad. Um, I went, uh, it's really all about... Um, it's really all about going and being a student. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and even now, as a as a master instructor, um, I want to go and I want to learn as I'm there. Um, and the motivation that you get from seeing these other comp uh, competitors, seeing these other school owners that are just doing an amazing job, um, these great instructors. I think there's a lot to learn um, and and stay with an open mind. You know, there are things that I. I have gone and I have, you know, thought, no, this is a horrible thing. I don't want to. I don't want to change my school like this. And I've, I've evolved. I've learned. Um, you know, I, I've tweaked the way I've done things, but not completely changed things. And the, uh, the World Expo is a great um, event to uh, take advantage of that. So, um, I had an excellent time. I didn't get to do as much training as maybe I had. Um, in the past few years, like last year, with the uh, um, 
mastership training. We did a bunch of physical training. It took the legacy seminar, which was two days, all that kind of stuff. And uh, this year I took it a little easier. Um, it was a great trip, nice and relaxing. I want to give a shout out to um, Senior Master Stevens, the tournament staff from ATA headquarters, um, the RTTLs across the country. Um, I, I saw him getting a, a beat up a little bit on Facebook um, after the event. And I... From what I saw, um, I did not see these huge issues that some people are talking about. I know the tournament went really late on Friday night, um, and I, I, as a former RTTL, um, that's a regional tournament team leader, you know, helping run tournaments, organize things, understanding how people work, how getting judges into positions works, and when judges don't show up. Um, man, I, I don't envy their job in any way. I know, uh, they feel bad and want to improve, um, to make sure that they get people out earlier. Um, and they, you know, they don't want to be there till 10 o'clock on a Friday night when there's the, you know, family fun night and all that kind of stuff going on. Um, you know, so I know that wasn't intentional and I know they're going to be working on that, but you know, it, it's a tough thing. There's There's been a lot of conversation online about um, judging and uh, quality judging and, and making sure judges show up for their positions. Um, that is, you know, something that we as individuals have to work on. Change yourself first. That's what our, uh, you know, Grandmaster uh, Inho says. You got to change yourself first. Make sure you're showing up for things, you know, and then make sure your students are showing up for things. Um, I love the the story about the guy who uh, um, wanted to change the world, and he tried to change the world, and he couldn't do it. And then he wanted to, you know, change his country, and he tried to change his country, and he couldn't do it. And then he he wanted to change his community, and he he couldn't do it. Um, so he decided, and then you know, he wanted to change his family, and he couldn't do it. And then he decided he was going to change himself. He he worked on you know improving himself, and then his his family was inspired, and they worked to improve them uh, themselves, and and his family. Um, motivated other people in their community and it, their their family changed their community and their community as it changed motivated other people around them and it changed their their country and their country changed the world and we have to start that way and I feel that's one of the main things we have to do um, if we're going to improve you know these things like judging and showing up and wearing the proper attire at, at tournament events and things. Some of these cultural things in the ATA that we have uh, that you know we can dictate from on high that, that needs to be done this way, this way, this way. But we have to make sure that's done um, on our own level, and then the people around us that we can influence, and it's got to go up from there. So um, another you know little thing that I always try to remember is making sure that that we're doing it right first at my my school, my people, that we can influence others that way um, and keep being loyal to, to the proper way to do things. So that's my recap of the ATA World Expo. Um, if you're an ATA member, man, and you're not taking advantage of some of these trainings, you, you really need to. I also encourage you to not just, you know, I have some... Uh, 
I, I have some some students that this time they went and took all physical training. Um, and I have no problem with that. I think you need to take your own physical training, make sure you're improving your own um, personal thing. But if you are an instructor, you need to go out there and make sure you're taking some of the instruction courses as well. Don't just do physical, just do instruction. Kind of make sure you're, you're mixing and matching those things um, together. So that would be uh, my suggestion. Um, uh, if you're going to any conference, you know, mixing and matching business, personal, um, training and, uh, instruction training, make sure you're doing all of those things. So, um, real quick before I, I, uh, hang up on you guys today, <laughs> not really hang up on you, but, uh, real quick before I finish, um, I want to mention two other things. I found this great, um, new app. Uh, let me pause for a second. Okay, two more, um, or one more app that I want to tell you about, and then uh, next next time uh, we might talk about some of my new media things that I want to work on at my school and kind of some of the tools and gear that I've gotten for that. Um, but Prisma, P-R-I-S-M-A, is a cool app that you can take pictures and uh, make them look like paintings and drawings and stuff. And so this might be uh, something that you want to use to uh, populate your Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, all those kind of social networks um, with more content from your school just to jazz them up again a little bit and make them look a little different. What I would do is, and what I will be doing, is, is using this app to, to make some, some graphics that look a little more stylized than just a plain old picture. Um, and then add some quotes and some some uh, text to those as well to kind of uh, show those off to my community. So that's one of the things that uh, I, I thought I would mention. I just discovered the app yesterday. It just came out um, kind of a big, uh, I know people have um, been talking about it and stuff. So uh, check that out. Also, Pokemon Go. Um, I don't want to do a big spiel on Pokemon Go right now, but... Um, I think uh, there are things you can do with your school to, um, you know, utilize this. I haven't spent much time thinking about how I'm going to utilize it because honestly, right now, um, I just, uh, I'm just enjoying the game. Um, I'm a big fan uh, of Pokemon Go as a fun um, game. I, I think it's, it's funny um, that. Uh, I think it's funny that I, I heard somebody say the other day that uh, um, Mrs. Obama, First Lady Obama, has been trying to get people up and active um, for the last you know eight years or so, and um, Nintendo did it in one day with a with an app, um, which to me is humorous. It just shows the the free market and how awesome um, the free market is, but. Uh, I think you should check it out because your kids, your students are going to be talking about it. It has um, sweeped the nation like nothing, um, no other app has really before. Um, we were out this weekend, my wife and I, uh, hunting Pokemon, and everywhere we went, we could see people hunting Pokemon. And we would, you know, they, we'd be like, hey, are you hunting? And they'd be like, yeah, and we found this over here. Um, and it's just creating some bonds and stuff. It's, it's really neat. So I think it's something um, you don't have to be doing. But you need to educate yourself as to, to what it is um, or, you know, you're not going to be relevant to your your clients and your students and things. So 
check out Pokemon Go. It's pretty awesome. I'm all about Team Valor, the red team. Um, anyways, have a wonderful week. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope to be with you next week with episode 61, but I am going on vacation, so we will see if I can get an episode recorded. Please head over to iTunes and uh, leave us a rating and review. I would really appreciate it. Um, Until next time, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.